Welcome to my podcast, D Sharp Thoughts Podcast, a podcast about strong women with some sharp thoughts and great inspirational stories. I'm Diana Sharp, your host. I'm an empowerment and resilience coach for women. Today's episode is brought to you by D Sharp Coaching Services. We work with women to help them gain greater clarity around their purpose, redefine their goals, rediscover their voice and execute in a more strategic way through our personal development and career coaching services. Most women will admit that there's nothing like having a good girlfriend who's more like a sister, someone you can share the most intimate details of your life with, someone you can cry with, someone you can laugh with, celebrate wins with, someone who inspires you with their own story of grace, courage, and strength. Today, I bring you to the hostess corner, and I want to ask you to reflect on the question, where do broken hearts go to heal, to mend, to become whole, to rest, to reset, to find home, and to love again? I'm not only talking about the broken heart we suffer when we experience a breakup. I'm talking about the broken heart from life, hardship, setback, disappointments, losses, and the death of a loved one. My experiences over the past two to three months have had me deep in thought, thinking about myself and others, thinking about the pain so many are facing around the world, thinking of broken hearts, dreams, broken homes, and broken situations. Where do these broken hearts, souls, and bodies go to heal? March was particularly a challenging month for me. I was in a situation that made me feel unsafe. And although that situation was resolved, I felt like the safety I'd grown accustomed to in my new home country was partially fractured. Just as things were beginning to mend and my peace was slowly returning, I thought of reaching out to my circle people, one of my circle people, a sister, a friend, a prayer warrior. I knew she would have the right words and a God-inspired message. I was prompted to text her on the Sunday and again on the Monday. Both days, I got caught up in mundane and not so mundane tasks, and I put off texting. On Wednesday morning, I prayed a single prayer. God, send me a word to refresh my soul, to finish the healing, um, to help me deal with what I was going through. A colleague sent a word from Pastor Jamal Brandt. Immediately, my soul was refreshed. I got up and I made breakfast and I headed to my work desk. As I sat in our weekly advisor meeting, upbeat, happy, positive, inspired and engaged, I got an email that stunned me, that caused my entire being to go numb. I couldn't speak, move, nor process what I had just read. In a nicely worded email sent with the most gentleness of touch, I learned that my colleague of 10 years, who had become a close friend and sister in the past five years, had gone to rest at 41 years old. I was not prepared and without expecting to. My heart broke in a million pieces. I wasn't angry, but I was sad, utterly devastated and sad, and I struggled to process the loss. God already knows what our future holds, and so I had pre-recorded all my sessions for April, except the last week. I needed a break to plan, follow up with guests, 
as well as refine my video editing skills so I could start uploading the videos as well as the audio recordings. I needed a reset break and I planned for it, but I wasn't prepared for this emotional storm that would place me on a timeout. I found that I could turn up for work and respond to the numerous student queries, tutor in the evening, even work with one of my clients on his accounting project, but I couldn't record or post. Posting and recording meant I couldn't hide behind my computer screen or telephone. I would have to be authentic, raw, vulnerable, honest, yet empowering, inspiring, and motivating. I wanted to be both. I wanted to be everything, but the feelings were overwhelming, crushing, and my heart was breaking daily. I spoke to my friend's sister a few days after her passing, and slowly my heart began to mend and to heal as I learned how happy and at peace she was in the days and weeks leading up to her time of rest. As my heart slowly began to mend and heal and feel better, the very same day after the, our conversation ended, my grandma was taken to the hospital in critical condition. As concerned, yet hopeful, as the days passed by, I began to accept the reality that another storm was brewing. I got the dreaded news five days later. My grandma, my mama, my Miss Nora, my sweet 16, my confidant, my nurse, my counselor, my biggest supporter, my closest friend had gone home to sleep. To say I was devastated is putting it mildly. If my heart broke into a million pieces when my friend died, this time it was shattered and I searched for a place to rest my broken heart. During this time, one of the thoughts that came to my mind daily was how would I heal from all I was going through and when. All the while, as I processed my grief, I would hear these words play over in my head. Where do broken hearts go? Can they find their way home? It wasn't a romantic loss, not the one Whitney Houston had sung about in 1987, but my heart still ached for home, to be whole, to heal, to mend to love and be loved again by friends and grandmothers who love us tenderly and unconditionally and to love them in return. I want to be vulnerable and share that when we initially suffer a loss, our heart goes to many different places. Mine might not have gone to all of these places. Yours maybe never go to all of these places, but these are some of the places our heart goes and our mind goes when we are hurting in hiding, in regret, in anger. Sometimes our heart goes in sadness and deep solitude, isolation and even depression, to a bitter place, to old addictions and proclivities, to a place of inaction, procrastination and self-sabotage, to a place of malice and resentment, to a place of rumination without progress, to a place of visiting old graves, Instead of visiting places that hurt us versus heal us, bind us rather than loose us, cripple us rather than create and stimulate growth, here are a few places we can go and where I went to rediscover my peace and to slowly heal. I found an honest place in God where I could just abide, where I could just sit and be. There were days when I was too scared, hurt, angry, broken or sad, to really pray or worship. And so I found that place in the rock 
and I abided in him. The inner holy place with God is holy and sacred, but it is accessible to all if we just seek him. The days when I could find the words, I prayed. The days when I couldn't find the words, I played the amazing prayers I discovered on YouTube. I know, I know, I'm late. I'm so late to this game, but these videos are soothing and they're amazing. Nights when I felt alone and anxious, I'd play the videos and the scriptures and the presence of God would engulf me and slowly the fear would dissipate. I worship on the days when I could and other days I simply hummed my favorite song or hymn and hope God knew this was my love song to him. I accepted the offer for company. When my grandma passed and good friends said, get out of the house and come over for dinner or just to hang out, I accepted the offer and I visited with friends where my soul and my mind and my body was nourished with good laughter, good food and love. I'm forever grateful for my circle. I gave myself permission to go at my own pace and to take a break from the public space. I'll still showing up at work, my business and church but I needed that one place where I could just rest and take a break. And so I did. I served where I have been placed. And although my efforts sometimes may have been less than stellar, I served and ministered with all my heart in my cell group and my sign language group. I remained dependable and consistent with the commitments I made. Leadership requires sacrifice. And so although I gave myself permission to rest, I didn't give myself permission to give up, and so I kept going. I became even more intentional about returning calls and checking in on my family. Daily and weekly, I made time to reflect, to practice self-awareness, to journal, to write down my goals, to read, and to intentionally work towards one thing each week, even though it felt like everything was falling apart, and some bonuses. I learned to accept help. I actively practiced saying no to the things I wasn't designed, called, nor equipped to carry. I trusted God and his timing. This is a big one. I trusted God. I knew that broken hearts do heal. They do mend and our hearts do love again. I also practiced reciting the scriptures um, as my own daily affirmation. Um, and they gave me real strength. One of the scriptures I really love is from the third book of John, chapters one, verse two, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Another favorite is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We often interpret the scripture to mean I can achieve all things by faith through Christ. While this is true, the deeper meaning that Paul was exposing was that I can endure all things. I can find peace and contentment in all situations through Christ who gives me strength. This is not always easy, and many times our peace and joy is temporarily jolted or even wiped out by life circumstances. But Christ calls us to deeper, to a place where we can rest in him no matter the circumstance. I'm fervently working towards the mark of the higher calling so I can rest in him in total peace. Finally, he has been personally teaching me through my seasons of trials and triumphs that his grace is sufficient for me in all season. I hope this episode blesses someone. 
I hope it helps your heart to find a bit of home, hope, wholeness, love, joy, and peace. It is all in him. We just need to seek him. Thanks for listening to D-Sharp Thoughts Podcast. This episode was sponsored by D-Sharp Coaching Services. If you know someone who's between the ages of 18 to 45 and who'd benefit from my academic advising and career coaching services, please send me an email at dsharp2013 at gmail.com or a message via my email and I'd be happy to connect with you. I'm excited to be back with you. Do show us some love by sharing our podcast if you know someone who'd enjoy a dose of sisterly inspiration. Stay tuned for next week's episode when we talk to another sister who is just like you. Until next time, be kind to yourself and others. Thank you.